0: Team. Welcome to the Freedom Hunt Wednesday, November 10th edition. Appreciate you being here with me. Inflation soars 6.2 percent. Highest in over 30 years. Congrats, Biden. Great job. We've also got fully vaccinated McConaughey refusing to give Pfizer shot to his three kids. He's opposed to mandates. Is he going to run for something? Miami dropping the mask mandate for kids in schools. And Kyle Rittenhouse takes the stand in his own defense today. We'll get into all of that, friends. Much to discuss in just a moment. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation follows the words, while we have time, let us do good. And they're doing good every day across this country. The foundation has done incredible things this year, and there's even more to come between now and the end of the year. Their biggest endeavor, they're gifting 200 mortgage-free homes to America's heroes and their families. These are our military heroes fighting the war on terrorism and their families, Many of them learning to live with a life-changing injury. Or even more tragically, a family learning to live without a family member lost in the line of service. Tunnel to Towers Foundation took time this September 11th and the days leading up to it to help us remember those who sacrificed their own lives while trying to save the lives of others. Next month, they're recognizing those we lost in the war on terror in a ceremony on Veterans Day. And between Thanksgiving and New Year's, they'll give away a home a day in their season of hope. Help Tunnel to Towers to do good Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's T the number 2t.org. Talented Towers Foundation doing fantastic, really important, really meaningful work. Go donate today. Um, Friends, the Biden administration stinks. You know it. I know it. They know it. There's really no way to get around it now. It's quite clear. And here's what's amazing they don't even learn the right lessons from their mistakes. In fact, Instead of deciding to slow down on some things, they're going to go even faster. They're going to go harder in the paint. That's the decision they're making. Biden here responding to a local news anchor about his
1: 38 percent
0: approval rating.
1: He's telling you it's not that bad. I think this is an up and down. You know, proposal. Excuse me, an up and down circumstance. And as I looked at the polling data, literally as I was walking out of the office after doing another thing I had to do, is my polling numbers are the same. Essentially, what uh, everyone from uh, Bush to uh, uh, to uh, to um, Clinton to uh, you know all all of uh, Obama were at the same time. What an inspiring fellow. <laughs>
0: president of the united states folks thanks democrats what a great job what a what a phenomenal leader this guy is it's amazing isn't it amazing and yet here we are being told that somehow this is so much better than when trump was president in what way is it better than when trump was president i mean what could they really point where could they really say you know what we are exceeding The Trump economy, how? They don't really have much, do they? They certainly can't explain how they're going to make things better. In fact, if anything, they're likely to make things worse. Uh, Here's the big headline today, of course. Inflation soaring 6.2%, the highest in over 30 years. Let's understand what this means. You're getting, courtesy of monetary policy and government spending you are getting a 6% uh, on average reduction in pay across a whole range of categories that you're going to need to spend money on, right? So your your money is going to go less far. There will be less that you can buy. Your savings are actually going down in value every year. And it's pretty substantial. I mean, if you're on, let's say, a 401k plan, a lot of them based on their projections, assume an average return of about 7% a year. Well, you can basically say goodbye to that. Not really making any return. If you're making 6 or 7%, you're at even. If you're making anything less than that, you're actually losing money year in and year out. And what is their response to this? Well, stuff is tough. It's complicated, man. There's a lot of factors out there. That's not what they told us when they wanted us to vote for Biden, but that's what they're telling us now. When Asked about the state of the country, keep in mind right now his numbers are in the toilet. I mean, it looks horrible for him. The only good thing that Joe Biden has going for him is the tremendous reliability of the unpopularity of Kamala Harris. I mean, nobody likes Kamala. She's got like a 28 percent approval rating. No one thinks and she's the vice president, which means she doesn't have to do very much, but she's not a good politician. She's not likable at all. It all seems with her very staged. It all seems like there's something going on all the time. Right. It all it all feels like she's being told what to do and she's wondering what the advisors say. Does she have a political core? No, she does not. But the numbers are bad for Biden. I mean, it's it's a point where the the country is seeing what's going on here and everything that the critics of Biden said would be true has turned out so far to be true. He is a Trojan horse for the left. He's got an approval rating in the most recent poll, 37 percent, 59 percent disapproval. And independents are fleeing Biden. They're all saying he's worse than they thought he would be. It's not going well. And here is the Biden explanation for why things are the way they are.
1: 750,000 people have died because of covid. 750,000 people. The the the, the 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 psychological scars that has put on so many people schools have not been open because of covid and they're just getting open again we're in a situation where there's a lot of a lot of anxiety gas prices are up exceedingly high they've been up this high before but not not recently gas price that's why i have the attorney general taking a look at whether or not these gas companies are gouging. People because although the price of oil's coming down some, the price of gas hadn't come down some, so there's a lot of things that have people that are really a great deal of anxiety, a great deal of concern <sighs> it's what i
0: do i'm a i'm a I'm a jackass who doesn't really know anything he's never been smart, but I'm good at pretending that I'm a kindly old grandfather who's just here to put a put an old creepy hand on your shoulder and maybe. Maybe sniff the back of your head for a few moments. I mean, what exactly is he mumbling about here? Price gouging? Wait, I, I thought it was that this is a global market. That's what his energy secretary, Jen Granholm, who I sat on the Bill Maher panel with once and can tell you, is a true moron. I mean, a, a really a low IQ individual, not smart, not a smart person, secretary of the energy department, Department of Energy. I and mean, that's that's the kind of people that Biden has in these positions and when they talk about something like for example the price of gas the price of heating your home all of that fossil fuels they cannot run from the fact the democrat party has really a psychotic anti-fossil fuel religious belief Uh, i mean they they have democrats running around who are talking about essentially fossil fuel reparations. i mean here is member of the squad ilhan omar who knows nothing about the market economics policy uh, you know all she knows is identity politics and social justice nonsense but here she is on how the fossil fuel providers must pay for their past emissions sins
1: right now the u.s doles out more than $20 billion every year to subsidize fossil fuel energy when that money could be spent on putting people to work or investing in renewable energy. Large bipartisan majority of the United States public believe that fossil fuel corporations have a responsibility to address the dire consequences of their pollution. The largest fossil fuel producers must pay for their past greenhouse gas emissions which could raise at least 500 billion alone
0: these are the rantings of a crazy person this is insane this is completely bonkers and yet more and more democrats use this kind of rhetoric pay for the sins of their i'm sorry do, do we do we say thank you to fossil fuel companies for giving us a modern economy without fossil fuel for the last hundred years. We don't have a modern economy. You would have had millions and millions of more people dead. Quality of life would be much lower. I mean, it, it's, we, we, we do not have the modern era without fossil fuel. That is a fact. That is a fact. So all these things we like, computers and vaccines and all this stuff, without fossil fuels, you don't have this. You don't have the energy for the research. You don't. You literally can't keep the lights on to do the life-saving work and to have, I mean, growing food, distributing food. I, I can't even get it. This is completely insane Marxist claptrap. And Democrats say this stuff on a regular basis now. Uh, Democrats think that this is a moment where they should be proud. I mean, this is their religion. They're crazy. They're crazy. Here's Pelosi speaking at the, I mean, you're talking about a, An ideologue who's a total nutso. Here's Pelosi at the UN Climate Summit in Glasgow. What a joke. On advancing gender equality of all things. That's what climate... That's what climate is really all about. Check it out.
1: This is a nearly trillion dollar investment in Build Back Better and bipartisan infrastructure framework. Recognizes the interconnectedness of climate change and gender justice, and enables women and girls to lead a just transition to a clean energy economy of the future. Our legislation advances our mission to decarbonize and realign every sector of the economy. These bills are far-reaching in scale and scope, ensuring that the design, manufacturing, financing, and deployment of our, economy, our future economy is cleaner and greener
0: climate change gender justice i I can't i can't even follow what is this this complete nonsense they're talking about here what so so the weather is changing they say that creates all these terrible effects no good effects by the way somehow the weather changes but it's all bad that's not even possible think about that some places it being warm means they will be more plant growth. There'll be better crops. Be, but anyway, the weather is changing, and that's bad everywhere, which is a religious belief. There's no this is this is an illogical belief. Uh, but beyond that, the changing weather allows us to address gender inequality. These people are completely insane. Like, what is Nancy Pelosi even babbling about? I don't even think Nancy Pelosi knows. Why why am I focusing in on this for a second here? Well, because. This is the ideology that is currently running the federal government. This is the ideology that has a majority in the House of Representatives. These are the people who are calling the shots. And surprise, surprise, it's not going well. This is not, this is not having the kind of outcome that anybody would be, uh, would be psyched about or proud of. And it's entirely predictable. In fact, we've been predicting it here for a long time. I mean, here's AOC, another abject... Lunatic on how climate is this really important thing. Ted. America is back at COP at, and on the international
1: stage as a leader in climate action and drawdown. One thing that I think is so exciting about this time is
0: that when we say that the United States is back, it's not just that we're back in the way that the United States was pursuing climate policy before, it is different. And I would argue that it's a fundamentally different approach. How? I'd like to know. I wish there was a way that I could bet some of these idiots a large sum of money. I'd let them pick the sum, but a large sum of money that between now and the end of Biden's first term, nothing will be done to uh, substantially change emissions globally, period. Nothing. I I wish there was a way I could bet them a large sum of money. I would I would put 50 grand on it with AOC right now that nothing will there there won't be a a, you know, a 10 or 15 percent reduction in global emissions between now and the end of Biden. Nope, no way. And so you sit here and you say, when when does their craziness catch up with them? When can people start to ignore them for being utterly insane and, and I just wonder, you know, the polls show that only about 20 percent, 15 percent of the country really cares in, a, in any real way about climate change. And even there are a bunch of frauds, too. They want to drive their you know, they want to drive their Range Rover to their to their ski house, their third or fourth home and have the servants all, you know, driving their like gas guzzlers wherever they're going. Uh, but then they want to lecture you when they arrive in the private jet at the climate change conference about how much CO2 is going to destroy the world. These people are out of their minds. They're just out of their minds. I think it's very, very clear. And I'm not going to stop saying it because it's very true. Um, Why do just four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? Because big food crushes the little guy. Help change that with moinkbox.com. Moink delivers grass-fed beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon right to your door helping family farms become financially independent. Moink meat is even free of antibiotics and hormones. Restaurant-quality steaks can't be bought at the store. That's why I choose Moink. Seriously, I actually tasted a difference in how much fresher the Moink meat is than what I'm used to. Once you try Moink, you'll see what I'm talking about. I've got Moink in my freezer right now. I've got, gosh, a whole bunch of things. I've got some fillets in there. I've got a ribeye. I've got some, uh, some ground pork. I've got more moink meat in the fridge. Than I'll be able to eat in weeks, but it's delicious. I absolutely love it. Join the moink movement with me. Go to moinkbox.com slash buck right now, and my listeners will get free bacon for a year. That's one of the best bacon. It's it's some of the best bacon rather you'll ever taste. I mean, but it's only for a limited time. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash buck. That's moinkbox.com slash buck. Moinkbox.com. M-O-I-N-K moinkbox.com slash buck buck uh so now we can talk a bit about the covid situation here for a moment shall we uh, you have people being lied to all the time about this I'm, I'm amazed at how many people come to me and say i'm gonna listen to my doctor not you and get my kids the shot if your doctor is telling you to get your your you know your five-year-old your six-year-old a covid shot your doctor is a coward unless there's some extenuating health reason a you know, kid was born without an immune system or something but Short of that, it's absurd. Unless there's a, a real health reason for this, it's completely nuts. But the Biden administration continues to lie to everybody about this. Here's Vivek Murthy on the vaccines for kids. Play five. So what I would encourage parents to recognize is number one, COVID is not harmless in our children. Number, we many kids have died sadly, hundreds of children, thousands have been hospitalized. And as a dad of a child who has been hospitalized In the several years ago for another illness, I would never wish upon any parent Mm -hmm. that they have a child who ends up in the hospital. And the vaccines have shown in these trials for children 5 through 11, they're more than 90% effective in protecting our kids from symptomatic infection. And they're remarkably safe uh, as well. The kind of side effects they saw were a sore arm, fatigue, headache. There's another woman I just saw, a healthy uh, young woman, I think she's in her 20s, just died from a complication from the shot. They never tell you about that. They never talk about it. It's real. They can't even shut me down off of Twitter for it. They can't even, because it's real, it's confirmed. There are people who die from complications of getting these shots. The government's forcing you to do something that theoretically could kill you because they say that you are being reckless to others unless you do so. And natural immunity doesn't count, doesn't matter. Mm, okay. Interesting. Uh, what he said there also was, was so emotionally manipulative. As a parent of a child who was hospitalized for another illness years ago what does that have to do with this we, we all have sadness we've all had loss in our life you know this is like me saying as a person who has lost a family member in the past let me tell you you need to take this covid shot so you don't lose a family member now i mean that's it's just emotional manipulation why would the surgeon general be doing that well because they're desperate to get everybody to go along with this should you even listen to these people I mean, really think about it. You you want to hear what the experts and I don't mean the experts in just a generic sense, either. I mean, some of the actual so-called experts that are appearing these days. You want to hear what. Uh, you know, what they were saying back in the day during the AIDS pandemic in 1983, here is Dr. Anthony Fauci, I want you to listen closely to his words. We're seeing virtually, as the months go by, other groups that can be involved, and and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. when you say, other close contact. Give me some examples. Well, for example, if if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps. There will be a certain number of cases of individual who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS or a risk of AIDS who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle, but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relationships. Totally untrue. Totally untrue. I mean, this is along the lines of the you might get AIDS from a toilet seat school of thinking. Also totally untrue. That was Dr. Anthony Fauci. That was the Fouch. Now, 40 years ago, this guy's been reliably wrong on major issues of health and public policy for 40 years. He always takes the position of maximum panic. He always takes the position of maximum government mandate and control. Nothing has changed. This is who he is. And he was very wrong there. You notice he never apologizes. Oh, the science has changed. The science The data changed, so I changed. Yeah, but at every stage when there's a decision to be made, he never says, we're not sure. He says, we're certain. This is correct. And then it's wrong. And then he says, okay, well, now we know that that wasn't correct, but now we know something else is correct. So listen to us this time. Well, hold on. You were just wrong before. And it was a judgment call. Now you're making another judgment call. We're not allowed to point out that you keep being wrong. Yeah, that's the way this game is played. That's how they do this. Um, And they're not even really trying to hide their authoritarian impulses anymore. I mean, here's the Pfizer CEO who's saying that people who say things about the COVID vaccines that he does not agree with are criminals. Those that they don't get the vaccine, they're
1: afraid of the vaccine. And uh, they are met with the people that are pressing them to to get it. Those I understand, they are very good people. They are decent people that they have a fear and they understand it and they don't want to take chances. But there is a very small part of professionals which they circulate on purpose misinformation so that they will mislead those that they have concerns. Those who are criminals, they're not bad people. They're criminals because they literally costed millions of lives.
0: Criminals who have cost millions of lives. I want to lock you up for COVID. That's the head of Pfizer, CEO. They want their buddies in government to lock you up for COVID misinformation. What about the fact that a couple of months ago, if you had said these vaccines lose protectiveness very quickly and you would have been shut down for misinformation on that? Turns out it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. And now they have to admit that. Oh, but it was misinformation two months ago. So you being right doesn't really matter. That's the way it always is with this. It's about control, folks. You see it. I see it. We all know it. Kyle Rittenhouse testified today in the trial in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, He got emotional at one point. Look, I I don't have a ton to say about this trial because I don't think this is particularly complicated. A thuggish movement of destructive anarchist uh, Biden voters decided to terrorize a small city in Wisconsin. And this young man wanted to try to help his fellow Americans stay safe. He showed up. He had a rifle. They attacked him. They tried to beat and even kill him. He fired in self-defense. End of story. How is it that the prosecution would even bring the charges that they have? How is it that the people who have uh, taken action here, including stopping him from raising money for his own defense, calling him a terrorist on TV, how do they sleep at night knowing they're such scum? Well, that's not a question I can answer for you today, but Rittenhouse uh, was compelling in his testimony. He's telling the truth. It's quite obvious. There's video to back it all up. Left-wing lunatics attacked him, and he killed two of them and shot another one. They shouldn't have attacked him. Self-defense is an even more basic right than federal or state statutes. This goes back to biblical law. This goes back to basic state-of-nature law. He defended himself. He did nothing wrong. End of story. And that's how that trial should end. Uh, we'll come back to more on that tomorrow. Thanks for being here today on the Bucks Sexton podcast. Uh, please go to bucksexton.locals.com. Become a supporter. And back with you tomorrow. Shields high.